You are listening to a podcast of Ice and Fire, episode 204 for the week of June 26th, 2016. Welcome back, listeners, to the longest-running podcast dedicated to the epic glory of George R. R. Martin, the song of Ice and Fire. And for this week, and uh, then a year later, a year from now, uh, Game of Thrones. So, as always, this is Amin, and this is Kyle, and it's just us again for the finale. I mean, mm. the ladies just didn't want to join us this year. Maybe they were taken out by an explosion. <laughs> <laughs> Cersei got to him. Yeah. Boom. Uh, yeah. So here we are. The uh, it is uh, season six, episode ten, "The Winds of Winter." What we've all been waiting for. Hmm. So uh, yeah, what's your lemon cake rating on this one? I'll give it four point five out of five. It was a great episode. I enjoyed it. Didn't quite feel like a five to me, but don't really have complaints about it. Okay. Um, I'm going to give it a full five. I mm. thought this was a fantastically done episode. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't know if I have any complaints. So uh, we're going we're gonna to get into it, everybody. But first, uh, let's see if there's any news. Let me check in with Amin here. Amin, any news? Anything going on? Yeah, we still have our uh, panel coming up. We can't quite release when it's going to be, but soon we will. In terms of other news, we didn't win the podcast awards, but we want to thank everyone for voting for us because I know that was a chore to vote every day. I could barely do it myself, to be honest. It was really oh, yes. annoying for two weeks in a row. So we awesome. want to thank you for all your support out there. Yes, thank you, know. you guys very much. Thank you, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, yeah. very much for that. Um, then there's one. There's there's an interesting discussion I was having about the last episode. I kind of want to just touch upon quickly before we go in. Was the question of why in the show did the the North kind of turn like the Umbers and I mean the Car Starks? We know why they turn against uh, the Starks, but why did the Umbers and some of the Northern Lords turn against John because of the Wildlings? But why not in the books? And I, I thought about it for a while, and I figured it makes sense in, in both mediums because in the, in the show they don't really know what's going up there. They just hear about the wildlings coming through but in the books they actually have some like old northern lords that are there and they kind of get to know john they see what's going on they see why john let them through and in fact john takes hostages from the wildlings to keep them in order and they see that and they're like oh okay these are like wards you're taking from them and so they can get that information to the other northern lords and that'll help john in the future i think but he doesn't that doesn't happen in the show so they all they know is just this guy let them through mm. So I think that's the key difference, and that was we had a bit of an interesting discussion on that <laughs> between the, the two episodes. I kind of wanted to bring it up uh, because it's it's not a negative about the show; it's just a difference to know about. Excellent. All right, so let's get into this episode now. I mean, we're all over the place on this, but I guess we can start with King's Landing because that's where the biggest bang happened. Yeah. I suppose. <laughs> the <laughs> trial, Loris's trial. The bells are tolling. Uh, and uh, Loris is up first. They're going to have both trials in a day. Their court system seems to move very fast, unlike unlike our world. But yeah, Loris has his trial first, and uh, he just kind of confesses to everything, and they brand him. Mm. Uh, we, do you think this was the right course of action for him? I mean, we learn in a few minutes that whatever he did was would be kind of mute, but um, yeah. how were you feeling while he was confessing and everything? Well, for him, it made sense. He just wanted to get get out of there. I mean, especially branding him was pretty brutal. He already gave up everything, and then he's going to get... But, I mean, that's all, all of them didn't do that. There was nothing special about him getting that. All the guys that joined that order seemed to be doing that. Lancel did that. So, mm. I mean, it was more like seeing Mace. I don't know if Mace uh, Terrell expected this to happen, or he knew it was coming, but it was just showing again how the Terrells could do nothing here in King's yeah. Landing. They just... 
let it happen. It doesn't seem like any of them knew, because even Marjorie was like, you said you were going to go easy on him. It's like, oh yeah, he's free to go now. We just mutilated yeah, yeah, him. Just, yeah. you know, mutilated, exactly. Yeah. And there was really <laughs> no reason to do that, really, if he's going to give everything else up. But I guess he just treated them the same as any other member of that order. Yeah. Ugh. When they took the knife out, I actually didn't... It didn't even occur to me that they're just going to brand him. They took out the knife, and I'm like, what? They're going to kill him after all that? And then yeah. they, it looked like they were just going to shove the knife like right into his forehead. I was like, oh, God, this is awful. And then I was like, oh, oh, yeah, wait. Uh, whoops. <laughs> yeah. My mistake. That was brutal. But, um, yeah. How'd you, like the, how'd you like this haunting music that was playing? I thought it was great. I really enjoyed it. it, it but it would also, it, it felt kind of, I mean, it was, I hadn't, is it, was it a new track? Or new? I think it was brand new, yeah. yeah. It's, it, it's since been put on Spotify because I think so many people were demanding it. Yeah, it reminds me when people thought I was Ramin Jawadi, think the guy who, <laughs> who made it. There's still people who like tweet me about that. They're like, "Great track, dude." I'm like, "It's not me. <laughs> it's somebody else." <laughs> Wish it was me. It was good. It's good work. Like, and then that really elevated the episode and it built to the peak of what's going to happen there. So yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. something very different. I don't feel like I've seen something like this in Game of Thrones yes. before. There was just this very just the haunting music, the yeah. setup. Um, everybody's sort of donning their own uh, form of armor, in a way. Um, but that's good. The, the show's willing to try yeah. new things. So, uh, so Gregor Clegane uh, was sent to uh, keep Tommen away. I heard some people thought when he showed up that he was gonna. Cersei was just sent him to murder <laughs> yeah. Tommen, but I was like, oh, geez, that's no, that's kind of brutal. But it really shows how she basically trusts him completely now to, to send Gregor to keep her son there. Like yep. she, she totally trusts in in him. Oh yeah. yeah, I mean he's he's kind of just this like mindless yeah. slave, and here, and and the Kyburn as well, I guess, out of association with that. Well, yeah, now yeah. he's the hand. Trust him for sure. Yeah. He's the only one that he's the only he's the one like, survive full full alive person <laughs> that stuck with her. You know? <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, so so, do you think so, uh notices uh, one of the little birds running away when he opens the door? Yeah, and. Uh, to me, it seemed like that kid was purposely leading Lancel down into like the the Dragonfire, uh, excuse me, the Wildfire Catch. Mm. Um, but logically, that seems stupid because Lancel still had a chance to like crawl over there and blow out the candles. Yeah. Um, but I watched it a second time, and every time the the bird like takes a corner or ducks under a door, he always looks back. And catches eyes with Lancel, and then he runs through. Hmm. So it's it's kind of weird. Like I, I don't. It seems know. very sloppy that he would also get caught there. I mean, they're kids, but they seem to be doing pretty well. So he, yeah. unless he did, I mean, he, you're saying that Cersei told him to lure him down there to be like to see that it's going. Why him in particular, and why why would they know that he would come at that time, exactly that time? Yeah, it's that's those are all very things. Yeah. I mean, possibly Cersei knows that uh, the high that Lancel is the High Spar- Sparrow's errand boy. Mm. Um, she, he he was the one that he sent to get her previously. But just why not just uh, just just get have Gregor kill him then? Why put the whole plan into risk for no reason? Exactly. He, exactly. He, she doesn't have a particular grudge against him to make him want to be like alive to see the thing blow up. It, well, she yeah. does not like yeah. him. I mean, he's. Hasn't he done stuff to her? I mean, besides I know, but them, he, she uh, could just know, have Gregor kill him and still get whatever enjoyment she wants. Like, well, Gregor has to protect Tommen. Yeah, but like keep Tommen safe. Once they get, through, he's got other guards there too and stuff. Like, it, it, it didn't make sense. 
Like, feels like she has nobody else. Like yeah. <laughs> this feels. I don't even yeah. know how she's going to hold that. I guess. Yeah. You know. I guess people will step up and be like, "Okay, she's the queen. I got to do my job." But it just seems like she has no one. But on we, her side. yeah. If we want to talk about like the ultimate consequence, like she's sitting on the throne, but she has no support. She has no armies. I mean, the only army close by is Jamie's. We don't know what he's going to do. I mean, yeah. there's still the Lannister army. But in King's Landing, how much is there, like, other than Jamie's force? Well, yeah, Jamie just brought him yeah. back. So, but, if, assuming if Jamie supports it, that's it. There's nobody else. So, it's just, just sitting on the throne there doesn't mean anything. Like, well, I'm sure Kevin had a force. I mean, I, I feel like there's still a very strong Lannister force. I think um, the, the, well, the majority of which was with Jamie at the, at the siege. So, we know that that army's there. A lot of yeah. it has been killed off. Like, they're already weak. I don't know. I don't yeah. know how weak the Lannister army is. It's not as strong as the Tyrell one anymore, I think. Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, the Tyrells. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, I mean, the last big battle that the Tyrells and the Lannisters had was the Blackwater. Mm, yeah, I think so. I don't think they really went and, into, like, other little battles uh, with yeah, one of them. And, and they were in it together. Yeah. I mean, they probably lost just as many yeah. men equally. But they have no other houses supporting them. It's just themselves. Well, actually, uh... Yeah, I guess the La- Lannisters probably lost more because the Tyrells just sort of came in at the end there, Yeah. Right? They took some hits during that, the whole war, and uh, now they have no other house supporting them. And well, they—I mean—they've got the the Tarleys. They've got—I'm sure they have quite a few houses. Wait, they don't have just, the Tarleys. Uh, what do you mean? Crown doesn't. Do we talk? The Crown doesn't have the Tarleys. You mean no? Because the Tyrells are supporting Danny now. No, not Tyrell. Tarley. But why would they have Tarley? Are we talking about Randall Tarley? Yeah. No, but the, what, what does the show say that Randall Tarley would still be with Cersei? Uh, so you're saying that all of High Gardens, everything, all the whole South houses, is gone. They, you think they took them all? Yeah. See, I, I saw it as just the Tyrells and just uh, uh, well, there's no distinction between the Martells and Dorne in the show. So <laughs> there's really only one house in Dorne. There was like no, there's no hint to show why Tarly would still be with the Crown if the like. I would think that the whole that whole area is now joined with Danny. The fleet, the fleet I, has. I, I don't, I don't see that at all. I saw it was just the Dorn, Dorn, and the Tyrells. Um, oh, but like, so why would the Tyrells not be commanding their own forces? Like, it was still listen to Elena. Yeah, the Ty, the Tyrells are. Yeah, but like, uh, the, 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 which includes all your lesser bannermen. Like the Tarleys are know, a lesser bannermen. Maybe ban- or maybe not. I mean, but it's funny because in the books, the Tarleys are even more toward maybe potentially going to. Daenerys, they might be, or to toward Aegon, they might be t- Targaryen sympathizers. We haven't heard anything about that one way or the other here in the in the show, but there, there's there's no hint at all that we're supposed to think that only like the Tyrell forces are the ones that went over to help Danny. It seemed like the whole of the Reach well, would I, have. And I see it the opposite way. There's nothing. There's nothing in the show making us think that all the houses. Yeah, but uh, but but you don't you, you don't you don't need to hint the, the other way. Houses. houses go with their with their ruler. On, uh, oh, tell that to the phrase. Yeah, but like we had hints of that. We saw, we saw, we had scenes with the phrase like saying stuff. We didn't see anything of that from the south. So I, I don't know. I, I think you're stretching here. We'll see. <laughs> I think yeah. you're stretching it. Okay, we'll see what people. people <laughs> I think say about Oleana was so mad. Yeah. She's like, "I'm taking my army, not not all my banner men, because half of them probably won't follow me because this is vengeance." No, uh, I, I, I think they they're, they're going to be pissed that the all the turtles got burned in a freaking fireball. But what what, what was a terrorist uh, act? I don't know if a lot of people have really talked about that aspect, but it, it is terrorism what Cersei did, because one, she was trying to inspire terror, and two, didn't care about civilians at all, or anybody, like, didn't care about 
try to separate people, just killed them all in one giant fireball. Yeah, that yeah. bell took out that dude yeah. in the street. But she done blown it up. Yeah. That was crazy. Boom! They didn't even. Uh, Margie was trying to get out of there. Yeah. I can't believe she took out. So let's let's have let's let's figure this yep. out. So the high sparrow gone. Yep. Uh, 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 Lancel gone. Um, Loris gone. Marjorie gone. Mace Tyrell gone. Uncle Kevin gone. Apparently all of the sparrows. Hmm. Um, and quite a few townsfolk. Am I missing anybody? Was anybody? No, else I think in there? that's pretty much all the known people. People like there probably other little minor lords and stuff that were around watching or people yeah. nights. But uh, they're lucky again that it, that it stopped there and didn't spread to the rest of the city, like it might have. Woo! So I wonder if Cersei knows about all the other uh, uh, pockets of wildfire around the city. Must I mean like the, the, they maybe they planned for that? They tried to move some of them? I don't know. I don't know how much support she had moving them, but she must know about the rest of them. Oh, I doubt she moved them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, that's super dangerous. Yeah. Um, there's just Kyburn. He's just carrying buckets of wildfire around in the in the basement. <laughs> and oh, he's got the kids as well, which, I mean, he fully took over the the role <laughs> hey, hey kids. Yeah, of, of Varys. <laughs> Carry yeah. this uh, very volatile <laughs> substance. I'll give you yeah. a lollipop. Yeah, like, they had little, like, the little stabbing scene, except instead of Varys, it was him taking out Pycelle. With them, yeah. So. Yeah. So remind me, I haven't read uh, uh, Dance of Dragons in a while. So it, the little birds uh, stab Kevin, right? Yeah. Well, they, I mean, they, when they find Pycelle's body, he's there, dead as well. So they probably killed him as well, or maybe Varys did it. Kevin comes back and sees Pycelle's dead body, and oh, okay. then he also gets stabbed as well there. And Varys is there, and then, and, causing that. And then Varys shows in with a crossbow yeah. or something, right? And he's like, "We got to take you out. You're, you're actually stabilizing things. We don't want that." So. Yeah. This was one of several times in this episode where the show borrowed from the books. It was a different context, but tried to transfer something in for the betterment yes. of the show, I think. so. Very yeah. Very cool. Um, so then uh, Cersei has Unella captured mm. here. Um, and uh, Gregor takes off his helmet. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, you, you know, I would have thought that she would have had Kyborn do this. I mean, he has his hands full. But it, this, this Kyborn hasn't been as quite as dirty with his hands. As we talked hmm. about, I think before. So and she's got to give uh, she's got to give her her toy something to play with. Yeah, right? that's I don't know what the heck's going to go on there, but it's bad. Yeah, yeah. I don't. It, it kind of leaves him like looks like he's just telling her a really bad story. Yeah. But um, I mean, with Gregor's past, you got to assume. There's yeah, gonna be we know what Gregor did when he was alive. Is he still capable of doing that now? <laughs> Do we even want to know? Yeah. yeah, but it seems like Cersei's just kind of leaving leaving him to his own devilish mm. devices and. Uh, so it seems like he has some sort of wants or desires if, mm. if he's going to, like, I, I don't know. It, it's disgusting. Yeah, and, But it, it also is, I mean, Cersei's downfall, or big mistake there, was doing this instead of spending time with her son. She's doing this little extra job of revenge, and if, if she'd gone to her son, which at least is suggested by the writers, then she then he would have lived. He wouldn't have jumped. Yeah, because uh, it seems like she's down there when this happens. Yeah, um, yeah Tom and just... Uh, he jumps. He d- the things he does for love. Mm. Um, it was funny when there was the the lingering shot of the window. I thought he was gonna like run and just like you know dive out the window, <laughs> and I was like, this is gonna be humorous. But then he <laughs> then he, he stood up and yeah. fell, and I was like, okay, okay, all right, all right. That's a much more proper way to do that. But uh, yeah, Tommen's done, and uh, so it looks like Cersei has accepted the uh, prophecy here. Yeah. Right? But we've never gotten. 
the the latter part of that prophecy is never in the show. Or it hasn't been in the show, right? With the Volunquar. Beyond grief almost now, right? She couldn't even cry at that point. It's just like too much. She's yeah. uh, got the new wardrobe on now, too. <laughs> she looks badass. She looks badass. So, uh, jumping a little bit, we'll get to where Jamie was before, but uh, this is the point where Jamie returns. Mm. Him and Bronn. Uh, he sees that uh, shit is not right in King's Landing and heads to the throne room where he sees Cersei getting crowned, the first of her name. They have that look between them now. Uh, yeah, it was it was a it was a look you could uh, interpret many different ways, I think. Yeah. And uh, I think he's uh, I think he's uh, none too happy yeah. with this situation. What would you take from? Uh, it's it's funny because it, back in like season one, Jamie, he's basically like, "We should kill everybody." It's just you and me left. Well, she started <laughs> on that road basically, but I think this is a different Jamie now. I think he's probably gonna be like, "Why did you?" This is, this is a mistake. Like, you've made enemies of everyone now. Yeah. yeah. And he doesn't... I mean, do you think he knows what exactly happened yet? Or do you think, uh, like, do you think somebody told him en route? Or do you think he just showed up in that throne room? Uh, probably saw her getting the crown. Saw her getting the crown is still, I mean, something's wrong if she's going on the throne, right? That means, like, Tommen must be dead. Well, he, he knows Tommen must yeah. be dead if she's taking the throne. Um, yeah. But I wonder how much he knows about the explosion and hmm. stuff. But anyway, I think I think he would have been fine it. about taking out the sparrows. I think I, I think he doesn't want he wouldn't want his uncle to die probably and and just to like take the Tyrells out for no reason really. They could have if they could have probably still worked something out with them. But all right, um, I gotta say I think that scene was uh, beautifully shot. Yeah. Uh, the music was haunting and awesome. And uh, I don't know, was this like the first fifteen minutes of the episode? It was. Yeah. Woo! It definitely. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't unhappy to see the sparrow go. He's a total asshole, and and. Uh, but I'm gonna myth Jonathan Price. Mm. He did a great job, I thought. Yeah. So um, uh, let's uh, the phrase here. Uh, let's figure out where Jamie was before he came okay. uh, to King's Landing. Uh, the phrase are partying. They have River Run back. Uh, and of course, uh, Walder Frey is just boasting about it left and right. We have a little uh, a scene between Jamie and Bronn, uh, where he's kind of winging for Bronn a little bit, and there is a, a random girl that is looking at Jamie here, who uh, I did not notice the first time I watched it. I know I, I saw her, but I didn't. I mean, there was no way to know who it actually was. Like in retrospect, Correct. you can kind of see it, but Bronn, you're way off with your uh, read there. <laughs> well it's hard to tell you know when a woman's wearing someone else's yeah. face um, so uh, I like this little bit of uh, slap in the face that Jamie mm. gives or, or a little bit of truth Jamie gives Waldo where he's like they don't fear the Freys they fear the Lannisters like if we have to keep coming back here every time you lose a castle yeah. and he, he dissed um, the, uh, the Blackfish too and Jamie seemed a bit pissed about that so that's what kind of set him off Initially, it's like, have you ever fought any fights? Like, you can't take out, like, a thousand guys if you got attacked by, no matter what they are, like, footmen or whatever. Yeah, yeah he was yeah. pissed about that, so. Very true. Uh, but the big thing happening with the phrase here is, of course, Arya mm. and the pie. So here's another book yeah. thing that they sort of incorporated into a different different scene. Um, did you realize it as soon as the pie came out? No, I mean, I wasn't really paying attention to the scene until she showed up and then, and then saw that. <laughs> but this pie was freshly served, and it wasn't actually at the, the same pie. Like, 
I think his sons were at that actual dinner. Because that would have been interesting if she was feeding it to everybody. But I don't, I don't think mm. she was. I think it was... This is a fresh pie that was served right there. Yeah, I, yeah. I think so. I think so. And uh, do you think she learned to make that pie from Hot Pie? <laughs> so, uh, yeah, she... Uh, I, I kind of realized it. Like, as soon as they brought it out and he started eating mm. it, there was... You know, there was just that ominous feeling because nobody else was in the room. Yeah. And it was kind of... I think the music had stopped. It was just... It was haunting. And as soon as they brought the pie out, he was like, oh, this pie is so good, or whatever. I was like, oh, oh, God, the pie, the pie! And then all I could think the whole scene, like, it sort of distracted me. I was like, who is this Who is this girl working for? Is she with... Is she, like, somebody with the Starks, or is she with... Brotherhood or something, I, I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't figure yeah. out, like, who she was with that she would be serving this Frey pie to Walder Frey yeah. until, of course... Arya took the face off, and it was a complete mm. surprise. She made it over there quickly. I mean, the timelines kind of went away this episode. It was whatever worked, really. Yeah, you know, you can't even talk yeah. about it anymore. People just get where they need yeah. to get. This is like, let's <laughs> not even bother anymore, which is fine. Then they could just do whatever they want. Uh, like This was very dark, though. Like this, is, I mean, everything. The way that she looked at him when he was dying. The way that she makes human pies now herself. Yeah, she's gone really dark now. I don't, I don't good <laughs> but how do you I don't how is she gonna get back from this like she's getting to the point that she just enjoys this she's not gonna get back yeah. from this this is gonna be her from yeah. now on <laughs> it's gonna be awesome uh I'm down with this I really enjoyed this um, but yeah it was twisted and where did she get the face is what I want to know did she like have to yeah punch somebody? We, did I she, think like steal a whole bunch when she we had left? speculated about that like how if uh, again I, the, I mean the thing I thought is like I think she would have learned to do this before she left well maybe she did Hopefully, without having to take new faces, she can do. That's the one thing I think she will at least learn in the books before she leaves. To to yeah. change her face without having to like do the the crude way with like a piece of skin. To actually, just be able to change your face. Because <laughs> I don't think Jacqueline Hagar was carrying faces around with him when he was in Westeros. I think he was able just to naturally, magically change. Uh, yeah, I got yeah. that vibe as well. Most well, certainly. So, uh, moving on from that, we'll go to, uh, what's next on my list here? Oh, Sam and Gilly! Hmm. Arriving at Old Town with the White Ravens leaving the tower. Yeah, that was a beautiful shot there. See that? Yeah. What'd you think about uh, Old Town and the Citadel here? <laughs> I, like, I like the way they went with it. They're, like, super bureaucratic and tight about everything. He's like, oh, let's, let me check the latest wiki entry that doesn't match. <laughs> what you're saying? Yeah, you know, it's kind of scary that they they weren't up to date yeah. with their information, and they're supposed to be like the height of information in Western. Yeah, well, I'm gonna delay the slight annoyance I have with this whole thing because I remember I was annoyed that he stole the sword, and Randall knows where he is, so maybe we'll see next season if anything comes out of that because maybe he's on his way, or his guys are on the way because he Sam even. Well, according yeah. to you, Randall Tarley is now just all about the dragon. I know, he's, he's, he's supporting that, but either he himself could have stopped by on the way there, or he would have sent somebody. Like, he knows where Sam... Sam, Sam told him where he's going. Like, there's... So there has to be some sort of consequence for that, or it's just completely stupid. So maybe... maybe but it might be into the next season, right? So... I am not with you on that one, I mean, but... God speaks okay. there. <laughs> I think the point was just to get Sam a Valyrian steel blade. Okay, that's... I don't like it. I think it's a, I think it's, we, it's weekly written, but we'll see. <laughs> um, <laughs> did you notice the chandeliers in the library looked a whole lot like the the sun thing from the opening credits? Um, some people have definitely mm. noticed that that uh, the chandelier. It looks like the uh, 
I don't even know what the device is called, but the the, the sun rotating metal. Maybe they have a little like map like that in there, like a little mini thing where they rotate around to see everything. Possibly. Yeah, they probably do. They have everything there. They have maps and books and yeah. <laughs> cool. So that was the white uh, ravens that were else? flying out. I think it was. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. They were sending them out. So the, those white ravens make it pretty far, pretty mm. quick too. So everybody's everybody's using. They can actually speed fly. So <laughs> true, but it's supposed to take them a little while, right? But uh, yeah, so Sam updates the book. You know, Gior's dead. Lord Commander Amon Targaryen's mm. dead. Blah 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 blah. And then he goes into the library and loses his shit. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen all the uh, uh, Bell from Beauty and the Beast memes with like Sam's no, face? No, I haven't seen that. Oh god! Because there's a scene where uh, she goes into the Beast's library. She's like, "Oh yeah," and everybody's like putting Sam's mm. face on it. It's pretty funny, pretty good stuff. So uh, then we go to uh, Winterfell. Let's talk about that mm. right here. Uh, it starts off with uh, John and Melisandre and uh, and Davos coming in and throwing the toy at Melisandre and asking her to be hanged. Or he, he's very yeah. upset, with with good reason. Good reason. Did John make the right decision? I liked mm. it. I liked it. I think, uh, um, well, if if anybody, uh, if there's any character that can can understand, like, uh, having a punishment like that, I guess it would be Davos, mm. right, or something, where, you know, he got his fingers cut and everything. But um, I think it was good. I, I hear everybody arguing that he should keep Melisandre around as if she's some sort of, like, infinite extra lies code <laughs> it's like all R'hllor has to do is be like nah you know what once was enough and then she can't do shit so um, we had talked about Beric well actually you didn't I'm not sure if you agreed I, I thought Beric is coming north so they didn't necessarily need Melisandre anymore there if Beric comes uh, with, with Thoros but mm. uh, with Thoros yeah so th- that's why I thought maybe she might I thought she might I, mean, I didn't think she was going to die but it's like they didn't really need her there anymore and so maybe maybe she'll see them on the way up <laughs> And be like, hey, this guy needs your Possibly. help. Possibly, <laughs> yeah. A lot of people think she's bumping into, yeah, the Hound and the Brotherhood yeah. and everything. Um, yeah, I, I liked it. I, I think it really shows that he isn't going to play the same game that Stannis mm. played. Okay, like he's going to make different choices. Yeah, and I, 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 I yeah. really respect and, that. And, and I, I liked it. He was like, you know, he's looking at her. and He's like, all right, you did bring yeah. me back to life, but you know what? You killed a girl. Yeah. You killed a little girl for nothing. Like. Yeah, there was no good outcome from that. Yeah, he owed her his life, so that could spare her. But then he can't cover around and face like you know be associated with her anymore. No. Yeah. And at the same time, I mean, he owes Davos his life too. If it weren't for, yeah. if it weren't for <laughs> Davos, Melisandre would have never yeah. come around. So he, he owes them both equally. Yeah, I wonder if Davos told him and, that though. Not to mention that, but Davos was in the yeah. fight too. Davos did know? a lot there. I mean, what's also in- I'm kind of curious about is. How much does Sansa know? Does Sansa know that John died and came back? Did he tell her about that? I gotta imagine. Did she believe right? it? I got, like, <laughs> I don't know. Does that word come around? Everyone's or? probably talking. We're still talking about it, right? So she thinks she would to pick up up and notice that. She, but she has she hasn't seen anything. She hasn't seen any like whites. She hasn't seen like the Night King. She hasn't seen it. Like she has no reason to believe that, other than John's word and the people there. Yeah. It's funny. I'm thinking about that too. When the knights, when when John's argument is like, the war is not over. You know, we we have the the enemy we have to fight brings yeah. winter with him, and this and that, and and all the people, <laughs> like I just expect them yeah. to be like, 
all right, yeah, sure, we still don't yeah. believe you. Like, nobody's mentioned, like, okay, you died and came back. Yeah. Nobody said anything about that, so I don't know if they know, and I don't know if they just think he's some crazy well, the, dude. Even still. when he said that, they kind of shut What's up until, like, about? it was little Lady Mormon that got things going again, so I think especially the Veil Lords were like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think they need to. I think they need to better tell us as an audience. Like, what does the North know? Do they yeah. know he died? Do they know he came back? Well, yeah. How do they feel about the others? Like, do they still believe that's yeah. bullshit? Well, or? Lady Mormont believed it when that, that's what won her over. So some of the Northern Lords would believe true. it, but yeah, and they're definitely more more. Uh, and, and in fact, I was still surprised that even she did. To be honest, I was like, good, that's helpful. But she, she could have equally been like, I've never seen one. I don't know about that. Maybe she's <laughs> young enough to. <laughs> I don't know. It was fortunate that she yeah. she believed that. Uh, but no, I mean, this is a that was a throwaway line. I mean, even Ramsay was like, "Oh, you're the greatest fighter." Didn't say you couldn't die. But I think that's just a throwaway line. Doesn't mean anything. But yeah. that yeah, we need to know how much did they know about this. And uh, I mean, it didn't really matter because they still went after. They still supported him. I don't know if we want to jump to that scene or if there's something in between. There's yeah, just okay. jump around. We'll just talk yeah. about all this. So yeah. that scene. I was trying to pay attention. I watched it a couple of times to see: is it just the Northern Lords that kind of like say King of the North, or specifically saw where Bronze Yon was sitting and standing, and it seemed like he was standing and kind of shaking his hands, so it seemed like he was into it too. So probably they they yeah. all went in because why not? I mean, like they had the little stupid boy lord there that isn't doing anything, and they want to fight, and they would have supported the Starks beforehand if they weren't kept out of it. So why not join up yeah. here? I feel like, I feel like Bronze Young would rather. Follow like yeah. a Stark, then uh, yeah. Littlefinger. <laughs> that totally makes sense, and uh, I think Littlefinger kind of saw it slipping away there too. I mean, he kind of was talking before this happened. He was trying to convince Sansa to join with him in that scene, where we finally find out what he wants. So he does want to sit on the throne, not even be behind the throne. Yeah, he wants to be yeah. on the Iron Throne, and he wants Sansa by yeah. his side. <laughs> now, I got a question for you. I, I did a survey uh, on Twitter here, um, but I want to ask you: Does does he love Sansa? Or does he still just see her as Cat 2.0? And, like, that's... Like, does he love her for her? Or does he love her because he she reminds him of Cat? Uh, I think especially show Littlefinger would have gone with Cat. Uh, book Littlefinger, I think, has moved beyond Cat. I think he said, like, you're even better than Cat. Uh, but the show one, he was even he was still willing to try in the show. He was like, oh, we have a second chance now. And she's like, get the hell out of here. I don't. I don't think Book Littlefinger would have tried that. It's kind of like, oh, you're even more beautiful than your mother. That you're like even better. So yeah, I don't know about the show, but because I'm, I think he, I think he, I think he's into Sansa. I yeah. totally do, and I and I. Everybody hates me for this, but I think those two should should end up together. I don't know. It's like, who's gonna treat Sansa better than Littlefinger? Uh, but she could get a lot out of it, but it's a, it's a deal with the devil, basically. Yeah, right. <laughs> the devil you know, right? <laughs> well, she didn't want... She didn't, she didn't take it. She backed away from him there. Yeah. I mean, she's learned enough that uh, marriages aren't always these love things, you know? <laughs> so many... So few marriages in Westeros yeah, but the, 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 the thing, Does Sansa actually want to sit right now on the Iron Throne? So that's, she, she, made, she backed away from him this one time. Maybe she doesn't want to... I can understand her not making yeah. a decision right now, but I feel like in her in her list of choices down the line, I feel like Littlefinger ain't that bad. I don't know. I, I, I see... I see that. I see that happening. But, you know, a lot of people but he also, don't. Littlefinger also... Lot lot, I mean, like, do you think he still has any control over the, the, 
the uh, the Vale Lord. So he still has a control over Robert a little bit, but well, he, he's not there that, though. Yes. Little Robert isn't there. Yeah, but neither are the Knights of the Vale. Uh, I mean, the Knights of the Vale aren't with yeah. Robert. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, but they kind of if they pledge but, uh, to John now, then John is over top. He's he's the king. So that's good. You're saying they're just going to cut out Robin? They'll, and the, and the they'll still support the Robin, now, but not going yeah, to listen to, possibly. To I mean, they, they, they were talking about echoes of what happened in the first uh, scene in the little after show. They're like, this kind of echoes that, and in that one, the the Riverlanders also joined in, and is it now the Vale people are going to join in, and this is going to be their leader? Hmm. Yeah, but River One was the Tully's. Yeah, so they had a more direct uh, blood they're, connection. Therefore, it was the Liege yeah. Lord. Yeah, um, exactly. But I mean, I highly doubt the shows talked about them having um, blood connections there. Or maybe, maybe Caitlin did. I'm trying to remember if they had that scene or not. But uh, in the books, they have. They still have some blood ties. There's still some Stark blood in that area. Hmm. They just don't want to follow, especially Littlefinger. Come on, they're meant to be like, are we going to stick with Robin and have follow Littlefinger here? It's not like they're going to betray Robin, they'll still like, take care of him, but this, this is going to be their new overlord. What do you think, uh, how do you think, what do you think, um, Littlefinger. what do you think Littlefinger's mind, what do you think was going through his mind when they were doing the King of the North? Well, he, he, seemed, was he, he was happy? not happy, was I mean, he, I think he gave what, what, Sansa that look, saying like, we could have prevented this. It's kind of. But why would he want to prevent it? Why? Well, he wanted why? them to rally around, around Sansa and then him as well, right? He was saying we should do that. Now it's too late unless he kills John. Did he specifically say that? I don't he know says he like you, you, they should rally around the trueborn Stark, not some motherless bastard of the of the South. Oh, right? very true. Yep. Uh, well, uh, you know what? That showed that he was smart there because he knew that this point was coming. Probably we need to act now and solidify them under you. But now it's too late. Now they've gone after John. So unless Littlefinger is planning to kill uh, kill John. <laughs> But he's like, <laughs> I feel like th- I feel like this isn't really a bad thing for him though, because if Sansa's not tied down to Winterfell, yeah, then they could try to maybe send her for the take throne her. somehow. Yeah, because yeah. he, he, he's going to have to try to work John. The problem is John is like the complete. I mean, Littlefinger's eyes are going for the Iron Throne, that materialistic thing. John's eyes are north and fighting the battle there. Littlefinger, of all the people there, is probably the least likely to believe that unless he actually sees something. I think he's the character I'm most interested in to see what he does. Yeah, because he, be he, he's up there in Winterfell. Like, he's out of his traditional yeah. area. He's such a, he's such a random yeah. factor. Like He could just fucking do anything. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, uh, Lana Mormon is still just a badass. Hmm. Yeah, that was a great scene with her, like, shaming the lords, basically. <laughs> I know. First you have, like, the great John Umber. Mm. Like, in... <laughs> doing the same thing for Rob, and then you got this little girl. It was great, John Umber, right? Who did it in the uh, in in the first um, King of the North scene, like back back. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was great. John that was giving the speech. Yeah. So um, yeah, uh, Manderley's there. Uh, speaking of, of Frey pies, mm. but um, he's the first to kind of put down his sword, and uh, we get the the White Wolf. Mm. Even though Ghost is nowhere to be found, it doesn't even see, feel like half these lords have seen Ghost. <laughs> Uh, but he is on the pummel of his sword. Yeah. So we got the white wolf here. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. It's it's a little scary because Daenerys is coming over and it seems like everybody is going to be under her. So when she gets the throne from Cersei, they'll be like, all right, we got everybody back. Wait, there's a there's another king? Yeah, well, she specifically free, freed herself for marriage, right? 
It's actually even more likely they're going to be romantically involved now. Or I think that is so fucking nasty. I hope that doesn't happen. Oh, no, it, it's going to happen, but, but it's not going to stick. I think. I think it's with with a nephew and an aunt. I mean, I know the Targaryens do sibling to sibling all the time, but have they done like cross generations? They had uh, the uncle. Remember the uncle in uh, in in the Dance of the Dragons? I mean, no. That's why. Yeah, I'm yeah. Asking. So they did. Yeah, they did. Ah. <laughs> God, I'm just. But I don't think it's going to be a happy ever. Like they're going to stick together. That's, that's the thing. I think it's going to be bittersweet. I'm so not down with that. <laughs> but but it, it, I mean, it aligns even more than you would think now. The fact that he's like king in the north, than if he was just like lord commander. So yeah, and that's that's actually. I mean, that's probably that swings into Dario, right? Your man Dario is piecing out. Dario. Dario! <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, we skipped over a yeah. couple things here. Before we get to sure. Marine, um, wrap up the North. Uh, I guess. Uh, let's talk a little bit more about uh, John and the way of mm. Bran. Uh, first of all, uh, Benjen's like, "No, nah, I can't pass the wall. I'm out. Peace." <laughs> Total fan service. Like, oh, you want cold hands to be Uncle yeah. Benjen? All right, here he is for an episode or two. But that was very uh, like the, what he said is really crucial, though. That while the wall stands, yes. we can't pass. Like it, that, pretty much of anything shows that the wall is going to fall. It has to fall, right? Otherwise, it can't get through. And, uh, unless it's all about that mark on. Oh, are they gonna follow him? I mean, the mark was able to get yeah. the others and everybody through the here's, here's protection like, of the tree. Even even if the wall doesn't fall in the books, I think it is. But even if it doesn't, I think it even more likely in the show because they could just do a massive like tidal wave from the wall. Cl- it would be awesome. Like the graphics they could do, they're, they're gonna do that. They would take advantage of that. Yeah. I feel like that would like if the wall fell, like Molestown would be destroyed. Oh yeah, they, they, they did calculations. Uh, Apparently, there'd be like a tsunami wave that goes across its assos yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or something. Well, it's not instant melting. Well, it's that's a question. You know, it, it all just like collapse and me- like magically collapse. Oh yeah, it'd be this melts, massive so wave. The north will be the north will be <laughs> half covered in water. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. That's the thing. I, like it, Winterfell will be. It, it might not be. No, it might not be enough water to. Uh, to really do that in terms of like quantity of water, but the impact of that hitting the coast and hitting the ground would would, would cause a new wave in the water. I think like on the shore that Boom. would then go across. So it'd be like a giant earthquake type situation. But so I don't know if there's enough water there to actually cover a lot of the north. I think it would, the mass of it is not enough to actually like submerge everything. But it, it would first of all it would flood through and deal damage, and then it would also cause a new wave on the on the coastline. That's it. the people who are doing calculations based on what we know. It's crazy, like yeah. you know, environmental engineers and like seismologists. I think there's like a probably like a thread on Reddit where they calculated it all out. I love it. Yeah, I, I want to see it on the show. That'd be awesome. <laughs> John can just <laughs> ride. Well, that's why he has Davos, so they can ride. They can sail. <laughs> they can yeah, they just take a little <laughs> they can, smuggling ship just and just ride, ride that way. Sail it all the way back to Winterfell. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, and then uh, uh, Bran goes into the flashback, and we get the uh, Tower of Joy, and we get, and we get R, plus R plus L equals J. Mm. It's true, or do you still see doubt? No, there? it's true. But it, to be honest, it was a beautiful scene. But in terms of theory wise, I'm like, well, whatever. I knew it. This is one of the one. This is the one of the most. <laughs> well, you you think you knew it? Yeah, but it's like one of the most established theories out there. It's like, oh yeah, like gravity exists. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> You know, yes, everybody widely believed it was it, this was yeah. true, but you know, there was there's still that little iota of of possibility that yeah. it wasn't. And uh, 
Here we go. We got the confirmation. Um, a lot of people believe that uh, he, uh, Lyanna, named him different. Hmm. Gave him a different name. Gave him like a Targaryen name. Generis. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I actually didn't. I didn't read the uh, the BuzzFeed hmm. article. Whatever the hell it was. But um, yeah, a lot of people think that's why uh, she wasn't like it's John or whatever. That's why we didn't get like a name confirmation hmm. because his name was actually is something else. Okay, could be something else. Yeah, Jaehaerys yeah. or something. You know. Um, yeah. So I was kind of waiting for the name, and then after the scene, I was like, "Oh, that makes sense. Mm. They wouldn't just be like, let's call him John." It'd be like the new Star Trek. It was know? like, well, <laughs> did Ned even say "I promise"? I mean, he did, but not on. I think he would. He would have like "I promise" line. Yeah. No, she said, "Promise me, Ned." He he never says "I promise," right? Does he ever say that in the book? I think he would say it to give his sister a little peace while she's dying. He's like, "No, I don't want to promise." Screw <laughs> well, you. So who's that? Uh, who's that handmaiden in there? Oh, they 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 had couple in there, right? They had a couple. Uh... Yeah, some people are saying a couple, but I only saw one. I wonder if you but, think that's um, Willa. You mean like it's gonna? Does it even matter? Like the the person that Ned says he is the mother. Uh. I don't know. Is is was Willa? Is Willa supposed no, to be? No, I, I, would, I don't think she would be there because she would have been. I mean, none of this. There's no. They're not even ever gonna go in this show, and there's no point, right? Like they will, in the show, they won't say like what happened from A to B at that point. I think Willa was not there. She was somewhere in Dorne. So I, I don't think she was in that tower, but she was nearby enough to to get to. But maybe she was in the tower. Who knows? It just, yeah, it just yeah. seemed crazy to me that there was this random girl who probably knew uh, way too much. <laughs> yeah, well, Ned silenced her, so... Like, no. It's like, hey, you, you know, keep your mouth shut. Uh, she went to the silence. This is some, crazy, this is some crazy shit, but please, yeah. just uh, don't tell anybody. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. Trying to figure out what his name would be. Um, okay, but th- that was a key, yeah, key, key scene there. More confirmation, especially for show viewers only, right? There's many, many people that still did not know about that. I mean, they they put hints there, but it's difficult to get. And they basically like here, like let's see the baby now, see John's face, see the baby, <laughs> see John's face, like transition <laughs> right into. That's okay, so a popular theory, yeah. I'm reading this off, uh, off, off the World Wide Webs. Um, a popular theory has Prince Rhaegar attempting to recreate the three heads of the dragon by naming each of his children after one person in the historical Targaryen trio, Aegon, Rhaenerys, and Visenya. Mm. In true Targaryen fashion, Rhaenys and Visenya were both King Aegon I's wives and his sister. Rhaegar did name his first two children after his ancestors, but because Visenya is traditionally a woman's name, he would have given the male version of it to his third child, John, which would make John's real name Viserys. Hmm. Somehow, I don't think it suits him. Yeah. <laughs> well, was, wait, was, was uh, Viserys already alive at that point? He was, wasn't he? Uh, Danny was being born... I mean, uh, yeah. So yeah, why would he? Why, why, why would he? Yeah, why would he reuse that like name that. then, too? Right. Well, I mean, a Targaryen. Yeah, even in the same generation, basically. You know. <laughs> yeah. You know, and yeah. So yeah, uh, it'd be yeah an uncle, an uncle, yeah, they and a could. nephew can have I the guess same they could. name, right? Um, yeah. Maybe it was Viserion. How many? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm trying to get John in that name somehow. Maybe it was like. V- it, was, it was VJ. Other possible theories include <laughs> VJ. <laughs> Victory over John. It was Viserys yeah, you know. John Eris. John Eris was his middle name. 
Other possible theories include names gleaned from the Targaryen family tree, Aegon, Aemon, Jaehaerys. It may seem strange for Rhaegar to name two of his sons Aegon, but George Foreman named all five of his sons George. So it can happen. <laughs> That's so stupid. Um, it would also make John work as feasible nickname for Aegon. What? No. So, so it feels a little less like rewriting John's whole identity. Reddit user Eastwinter points out that Jon Snow sounds an awful lot like John Doe, which functions as a placeholder name until someone's real identity can be hmm. confirmed. Weird. Yeah. So, uh, so there we are. Um, and then uh, let's go to Dorne yep. first. And then we'll head over to Marine. But uh, we have uh, Oleana showing up in Dorne. And uh, apparently Ilaria there is ruling, and uh, I don't know. They, they fucked up Dorne <laughs> so goddamn much in this show. They did, but th- th- to the point now it's simple, though, right? Oh, they can just put them under Danny. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. And it's so weird because in the books, like, the man they killed, his plan was to team up yeah, with Yeah, and I think that would have been better, I mean, if they so, have Alexander Siddig doing that, but... yeah. They're like, you do nothing, and he's like, well, actually, secretly, I'm sending somebody so that we can align with Daenerys. And the show, they're like, you do nothing! All right, we're going to kill you. Now what are we going to do? We're going to align with Daenerys. Yeah, that's good. It's like, wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah, simplifying it and everything. Because people, people, a lot of people don't like the Sand I mean, I don't like the Sand Snakes for what they did. They killed, like, you're trying to avenge Oberyn by killing his brother? I don't think his brother would have been happy about that. So it's hard to cheer for them now. And so it's then so then it's yeah, nice it, to see like Elena cut them down when she's like making fun of them. Yeah, yeah, that was great. Uh, Queen of Thorns doing doing what she does best, she does best. Mm-hmm. just tearing them all down. Um, and then uh, she got word quick; she's in mourning. And then we have uh, Varys showing up and sprouting the Targaryen words there: fire and blood. Yeah, pretty cool. Pretty cool. A lot of uh, a lot of uh, women. Taking the reins in this episode. Yeah, well, I mean, because sure. all the male hairs are dead, <laughs> both there and, <laughs> and, and the Reach. Uh, d- uh, just yeah. a final point on, on John and Sansa, because they had that bit of a discussion where she's like, "Oh, I'm sorry uh, for not telling you." She didn't say why, because there's no there's no real reason why. She says she just said. Oh, so. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Let, let's talk about that because I yeah. really enjoyed. No, that, I, I like that he forgave her, and then it was good. So, so because people are then thinking that like, oh, they're going to be put against each other. I don't think John wants to do that. And I don't think Sansa wants to do that either, unless Littlefinger's successful in driving her against him. Do you watch any CW shows? No. Well, let me tell you. Every CW show I watch, the plots are driven forward because one character keeps a secret from another Mm. character. And that's it. Every CW show (laughs) is driven forward by one character keeping a secret from another character. And then when they find out they kept the secret, they get mad and and turmoil happens. You know what? I'm so sick of it. It's so contrived and so boring and pathetic. It's so refreshing to me to see a character who goes, you know what? Yeah, I didn't know, but you did what you did, and we can't let that affect things. We have to trust each other because we're what we have in this world. It was so pleasant and so relieving for me that this was the resolution to that i'm so thankful. and from john's point of view it was the resolution to that the question is moving forward is sansa going to regress again especially with little fingers glance at her or is she going to not regress because pe- people think that she's going to oh, still not. regress and go against them um yes so marine dario poor mm. dario but is he, he's alive <laughs> he, he, is he lived alive, yeah. I, it's, this this kind of I mean, I, I suspect... I, I actually might think he might be dead already in the books. I think he might be being flung over with a catapult 
into the city. I don't even remember the last time. Well, he was sent in to like negotiate, I think, uh, or maybe even be a hostage. Like he was sent in, and that's that's, we haven't heard what happened since. So he might actually be dead in the the books if he. (laughs) Yeah. Well, here, I mean, Daenerys is putting a lot of trust in him and uh, a sellsword company Mm. to to be the rulers of the Bay of Dragons. Yeah, but the so far he's done it. I mean, he'll get paid well. He probably will just do what's required and move on. Or yeah. maybe not. Maybe he'll be so rich he doesn't have to do anything anymore. But. Yeah. She essentially gave him a kingdom. Is he going to be like no? He's, well, the idea is he's supposed to be there temporarily while they get new rulers. He did, he he himself he does not he's not the type to be one to sit on the throne. So he'll just yeah, get paid true. a lot, <laughs> do his job, and then. You know, do what he, that she said. Move on to countless women. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like Dario. I've always liked Dario. Oh, I, li- I liked oh. him in the show more than the books. I'll give you that. So. No, oh, I like both. Although it's been so long <laughs> since I've read, I need to go back and fi- remind, yeah. remind myself. Well, I think why she. I like li- so that's much. the thing. I think Danny in the in in the books is still more attached to him in the show. She kind of just like dumped him easier. She's like, I didn't feel anything. It's like, whoa. <laughs> That's it. Like I, I think <laughs> that's why I think he needs to die in the books for her to kind of move on from him and be pissed off about it, rather than just be like, "I'm gonna leave you behind." Yeah. It makes sense that she can't take him yeah. with, with her, though. I mean, she's gonna need to marry somebody over there. Yeah, and it doesn't help to have him there. Like they just. Yeah. Exactly. And he's like, "I don't care who you sit next to. I just yeah. still want a few." And she's like, yeah, I, "Unfortunately, yeah, the, the guy that sits near her does care, <laughs> so it doesn't matter what you yeah, care exactly. about." Maybe later, though. I mean, like, depending later, she could always pull him in if she was interested. But he mm. at least he lived. He's one of the few people that didn't just get killed off to wrap up his storyline. Very true. Do you think we'll ever see him again? Uh, probably not. To be honest, there's no reason to go back to Marine to go backwards now, right? Yeah. Very true. Yeah. I kind of agree with that. Kind of agree. Um, what did you think about Daenerys and Tyrion's conversation? I thought it was a great scene, like acting, good emotion. I think the thing was maybe too accurate. <laughs> it should have been a little bit off, maybe, like the the pin. But it was good. Oh, the hand. Yeah. Oh, the hand. Yeah. Yeah, but a touching scene. Um, so yeah, I thought this scene was pretty. Um, yeah. Pretty nice. They kind of they have this relationship here that was uh, yeah pretty touching. And and tearing going into things how he like never believed in everything or whatnot and it always caused trouble and how he's sitting here today and he believes in Daenerys and he's all weirded hmm. out by it. Oh, that leads it. into it. the I guess the leaving scene, right? Yeah, they're going on the ships. Yeah, uh, we have yeah. Theon and Yara uh, looking up at the uh, the giant squid hmm. waving in the wind, and then the camera pulls out and we've got Targaryen ships. We've got. Tyrell ships, and we've got uh, Martell ships. A great ending scene of the dragons flying overhead, and okay, even if they don't have the Tarleys, I don't know, like they have an enormous force there. So, what's really to stop them? Jamie and his like couple thousand people. That that's that's why I believe that there are going to be houses that still support the throne, so that there's actually because otherwise, yeah, there'll be actually a fight. Yeah, and I I think I. I don't see why there wouldn't be. Like, whenever there's a war, there's always people who go, "Okay, I'm going to support the throne." Cersei's terrorist act is like, it's one of those ones that like has soured so many people against her. Probably even people who didn't lose well, anybody I mean, there. In the age of the internet, we might you... know these things, but information's a little more confusing in those times. Oh, Elena knows about it. Like, you think the 
the words got out. I think if the words got out. Well, Elena knows Cersei, but I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's plenty of people still, you know, who don't know how evil Cersei is. The only thing that Cersei really has that is an advantage is Kyburn, actually. Because Kyburn's, I mean, given more and more time, he could do more and more things potentially. What, raise more dead people? I don't know, like, he, maybe, I mean, he, he's got Gregor already, like, maybe he comes up with some sort of, like, this, that kind of tool. He makes can, an army of dead to fight the others? He finds a way to kill a dragon, I don't know, like, he, he, he is, like, the key, I think, because otherwise she has, like, nothing really that, that would stand up militarily or be anything, but she has that guy who's, like, I mean, he's not a, he's not doing magic, but he's just, like, doing, like, the scientific version of magic, so, hmm. maybe that's, maybe that's the key, maybe Kyburn will start experimenting with stuff. Um. Yeah, yeah. I think she's going to have more power than you give her credit for in the. Uh, mm. in the but show. we could, the wildfire is still there. So if, if the dragons start <laughs> breathing fire on King's Landing, well, that could be it, right? <laughs> <laughs> we shall see what yeah. happens. We okay. shall see. But um, I like uh, one of the ships they pan over is the Dothraki, who look like they're they know how to sail it. When really, I think it should just be all of them throwing up <laughs> over the side of the boat. Well, might, maybe it's the ones that were with Danny the whole time because they got used to it a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, you have the uh, then you have the ship, and it's mostly uh, you know you got Daenerys and and um, and Missandei hmm. and uh, Varys and Theon and Yara, and so pretty much Tyrion is the only one there that has a penis. Uh, actually, I, I wanted to mention one thing. You're saying like houses that might fight Danny. Well, I mean Euron is going to have to fight her now, right? So is Euron gonna pair with Cersei? Are they gonna like meet halfway across the ocean? Uh, well, if he's built the ships fast enough, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was, I yeah. was saying. Well, I mean, Varys has yeah. been halfway around the world twice. Yeah. Um, so that's I was a saying, faction. Uh, that I could said go on AfterBuzz, it'd, it'd be funny if in the first episode of next season they bump into Euron's fleet and they have a naval battle, <laughs> and Daenerys's fleet is so crippled that they have to turn around and go back to Marine for a little bit. <laughs> Give her another reason to not get to Westeros. Uh, that conflict would win it, like cut down some on her forces because she has a mass maybe mass of forces but is it even going to point that Euron actively tries to go for a deal with Cersei I don't know I think he still wants dragons if she bumped into Euron she wouldn't even listen to him she'd just be like I agreed to help Yara I'm taking you out Danny, yeah yeah Danny. I mean I'm, I'm saying Cersei and, and Euron <laughs> oh Cersei and Euron <laughs> Oh man, yeah, maybe maybe Euron gets word about all this happening, and he's like, "Fuck, okay, uh, Cersei, how about how do you want? Yeah. Do you want my big cock?" <laughs> so that's all he has. He doesn't have a dragon horn. He's <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. He's just got a big cock. Yeah, it's like how is he gonna get dragons with that? <laughs> <laughs> so there we have it, man. There's our uh, season six. What'd you think overall? How about this season? In some ways, it kind of reminded me of season two, where where there was a lot of like fillerish material in the middle ended with some very good episodes at the end so I kind of felt like that as well but so I kind of like the idea that it's going to be there's going to be less episodes per season like there's going to be seven they confirmed yeah. today that there's 15 episodes left in yeah. the show okay I think that's yeah. better than you don't have to worry about putting filler in the middle you can just try to wrap it up properly so I think that's going to be good I think mm. there's and, and as you get closer to the end they can it's easier to to do stuff so so let me uh, ask you Amin um, are you glad that you trucked on and watched this season as a book reader um, do you feel like you had too much spoiled for you uh, what are, what are your what are your thoughts on uh, coming at it from that perspective 
I think I'm glad I, I stuck with it. I, don't, I, don't th I think it still hasn't spoiled so much. It spoiled some things, but like I think next season is gonna really spoil stuff, right? Because it, we had talked about like well characters that can't die till the end. Well, we knew like we knew that John and Danny and Tyrion and I thought I mean Arya and Sansa like these characters were all gonna make it this far. But we might get to the point where they start to die off now. Hmm. So that's going to be the big spoilers, right? Well, we have, yeah. uh, you know, we have pretty major characters that died off. Like Marjorie just died off, and I feel like that's not that's not going to happen the same way. No. Um, and, and and that's the thing. Like, yes, we we may have some major or, or minor major characters here that are uh, that are dying off and stuff, but the circumstances are so different. Yeah. Uh, things have changed around so much. I mean, like Ramsay dying. Yeah, but like Sansa's not even up there. Yeah, she has nothing to do with any of that, um, and the veil, and, like yeah, there's 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 all these big things happening, but it's it's such a different journey now. Yeah, well, I think this was the last season where a lot of the things were still predictable from the books. Like we knew about River Run, for the most part, we knew about the Iron Islands, kind of. We knew about that. Like we kind of have an idea how Marine was going to be wrapped up. We kind of have an idea that the veil was going to get involved in the North. But now going forward, things are so different. Yep. Especially in the do South, you, like it. Do you feel like watching the show will ruin your enjoyment of reading the book when it comes out? No, but I but I don't think it's an all or nothing thing. I never thought it was an all or nothing thing. I think it'll take away some things about it. I think I'm still probably going to stick with it. I think uh, I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to decide when the next season comes out if there's still no Winds of Winter, then I'll probably stick with the show. Oh, yeah. so you're still. There's still the possibility you're not going to continue watching this. There's show. still a possibility okay. I might quit because I mean I'm, I think I mean this is the last Comic Con I'm going to go for a while. I think I think I've had, <laughs> I've gone a lot, especially for me coming from Canada. It's quite a distance. Um, yeah. I'm going to cut down on some of the conventions I go to and stuff. So it's not as much of a need to be see that see it because I have to see it now, especially because I'm still talking about it in panels and stuff. But if I pull back a little bit, yeah, I, I could quit watching if I wanted to. But I think I might put it on the books if, if there's like no word of Winds of Winter. Even in the, this time next year, like at the start of the season, there's still not even like a hint of it being. Oh, it's gonna be published six months later. Then I might be like, no, I, if, I'm gonna. If, the, if there's no White Raven. Yeah, there needs, there needs to be a White Raven at my door. <laughs> 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 then, then I'm good. Then I might actually quit and read the book and see how I feel. Uh, but if there's no word of it at all, then I'll probably stick with it. Watching cool. the show. You're sticking awesome. with it for sure, right? You're. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm sticking with it. I, I'm I'm so heavily involved that. Uh, mm. I can get out. Yeah, but uh, but uh, I'm enjoying it. I don't think it's gonna lessen my enjoyment of the books at all uh, hmm. when I read it. So yeah, in fact, I'm, I'm probably gonna be. I might be even more excited about how things play out differently. Yeah, it's kind of like reading like a, you know, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of like uh, X Men comics and when they do like the alternate reality ones where like. Age of Apocalypse or something where somebody goes back in time and changes the timeline then you get to see these variations hmm. of the characters that you know um, it's a kind of a very similar thing like the show is sort of this Age of Apocalypse and that, that, that story's happening and then you've got like the regular timeline which to me is the books um, and the characters are different and, they, and it's kind of a unique it's like this sort of a cool mirror um, thing so I do get an enjoyment out of that actually and I'm, I, I'm very happy that I watched this season uh, 
it kind of put my fears to rest. I enjoy just sort of uh, being a spectator um, as far as not knowing exactly what was going to happen all the time. There was, like you said, there were still certainly some things like the the pie in the episode. I was like, I know about the pie <laughs> and uh, and uh, uh, River Run and and all this and all that. But uh, uh, yeah, I, I I'm glad I'm watching and I, I think I'm going to continue on. Good stuff. Very cool. Awesome. Uh, one more thing before we go. I, did you... Uh, I don't think I've mentioned it on the podcast, and I want to mention it, is that uh, I wrote the forward to a Game of Thrones psychology book, I mean. I'm not sure if you... No, I don't know if we... I think maybe we kind of mentioned it. I mean, this this idea started back from Comic-Con last year, I think, right? Yeah, so. yeah. When we did our panel, we were approached by... Uh, uh, by tra- uh, this gentleman Travis, hmm. who has written uh, or uh, who is the author of um, several different psychology books. Uh, there's a Walking Dead one. Hmm. There's uh, like a Civil War one. I think there's a Star Trek one coming out. There's like Marvel. There's different things. Um, and he did one on Game of Thrones. And he asked, um, I believe he asked both of us. I think he did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I took the reins. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I, th- I thought it would fit you better anyways you're involved you in this directly and mm. yeah and uh so yeah the book is out it's on amazon it's game of thrones psychology the mind is dark and full of terrors and uh i have the forward to it and it's a very uh interesting experience having uh your words uh changed around by an editor mm. um i had never really experienced that before where i wrote something and then it goes to an editor and they sort of like kind of like chop it up and sort of move pieces around and different things um and so when it came back to me i was like yeah those are my words but uh they're a little out of order but yeah 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 it's all there it's all there yeah. so um but yeah i wrote the forward to it and there's a it's just a uh a lot of um it's a book full of wonderful essays um really delving into the psychology of the characters in the show and uh yeah, it's it's really cool. So definitely uh, check it out. Oh, if it's yeah, it's available. I'll put it on our site. I'll put a link with this episode and in our store for sure. Awesome. So uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you're on the cover then as well, right? It's just a forward by you, right? Like, yeah, uh, I believe uh, my name is on yeah. the on the cover, and I believe uh, it mentions a podcast of Ice and Fire on the cover as well. Nice. Yeah, I think I think I've seen that cover. It looked pretty nice. It was pretty good artwork on it. So yeah, the art it's got a really cool cover. Yeah, and. Uh, my computer is very slow, but I'm trying to bring it up right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it's uh, forward by Kyle Maddock, co-host of a podcast nice. of Ice and Fire. Boom, right there on the cover, so it's awesome. But uh, yeah, Travis Langley is the author, and he's uh, he's a great guy. I got to do a panel with him at WonderCon uh, this past year. He was nice enough to invite me on. What did you talk about? Uh, well, we talked about psychology of characters, <laughs> so it was, it was me not knowing what the hell I was talking about, uh, <laughs> surrounded by very, very smart doctors. So uh, yeah, I, you know, I tried to do my best. And <laughs> you talked about Dario psychology or something here, like <laughs> Dario. I was like, let's talk about Dario. <laughs> he is my favorite character. <laughs> uh, yeah, I tried to chime in when I could, and it was uh, yeah. probably Theon. Yeah, I mean, you must have mentioned Theon at some point. I would think. Oh uh, yes, come. he definitely yeah. came up. Um, yeah. Um, he's uh yeah, I'm sure I mentioned him because yeah. I try to mention him whenever I can. Yeah, because <laughs> try to bring people to my side. There was a theory. I mean, it's still sticking around this theory that Theon is kind of like schizophrenic or something now, and he he kind of sees the hooded man within himself. Like that, and that's I mean that's psychology right there, right? That's a psychological theory. Twisted. Yeah. Twisted. Cool. Awesome. Uh, well, thank you, listeners, so much for joining us 
this Game of Thrones season. Uh, we are done with the show for about 10 months or a year or whatever the hell it is. Mm. So uh, I think we're going to be getting back to our chapter, the longest running chapter <laughs> rereads. Yep. <laughs> um, I think we're in the middle of Storm of Swords right now. Yep. So we'll be jumping back on that train, getting back into the books. And there's no doubt uh, that uh, every now and then we'll mention something about Game of Thrones because uh, Mimi will be having her kids soon and probably won't be able to join us all that much, but hopefully she will when she can. Um, so uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, make sure you follow us on Twitter at APOIAF. My Siri thinks I'm talking to it. Make sure you follow us on Facebook at a podcast of Ice and Fire. Join the forums. Join the discussion. Uh, they're always raging. Even when the season's not going on, we got book chats happening left and right. So uh, join us there. And until next time. See you next time. <laughs>